Morning prayer begins on page three. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways and to whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 116 on page 486. My delight is in the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my prayer because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell gat hold upon me. I found trouble and heaviness. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again, then, unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak, but I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he hath done unto me? I will receive the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, 
and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the book of Isaiah. And in that day you will say, O Lord, I will praise you. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples, make mention that his name is exalted, sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. Here endeth the first lesson. Together today I'm on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. God safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 21st verse of the 11th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, 
my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God who is to come into the world. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house, and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Then, when Mary came, where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in his spirit, in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I say this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate on page 15. <clears throat> oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. 
For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. <clears throat> I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who beseech thee, let thy continual pity cleanse and defend thy church. And because it cannot continue in safety without thy succor, preserve it evermore by thy help and goodness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries to the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. A couple of thoughts on the relationship of the morning prayer lessons to our Eucharistic lessons today. And uh, saying again that um, morning prayer on Sunday, the lessons that are appointed, both sets of lessons actually are meant to, to connect with the Eucharistic lessons. And so good preparation for always for going to to the Eucharist is to look at these and kind of reflect on the theme. Our Eucharistic lessons today are the raising of the son of the widow of Nain, resurrection story. And then uh, it's, a, it's the epistle from St. Paul talking about God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think according to his power that works in us, which I think think is we should think of in terms of resurrection. That is, we're always so concerned with you know, temporal surface things 
and God is really doing a bigger thing in terms of the new creation, which is the resurrection. And so our morning prayer lessons today, we have <clears throat> from Isaiah, we had, you know, the, the, the victory of God, great is the Holy, Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee, because God has got this victory, which ties into these resurrection stories that Jesus is in our psalm, a psalm of of deliverance from the from the from the gates of death, from the the cords of hell. Get hold upon me! I called to God, and He delivered me from from this uh, this captivity and set me free and gave me life. And our um, lesson from John is is a is a story of the raising of Lazarus. And we get a snippet of it. We don't get all of it. One of the things about it that's interesting in the reading of the longer chapter is we're told in John that somebody told Jesus that Lazarus was sick. And so rather than rushing to Bethany to help, he stayed where he was two more days. <laughs> and uh, and even, even when, when he meets Martha and Mary on the road, they both have that same consternation. You know, Lord, if you'd been here... You you would have you know laid a hand on him. Whatever was wrong would have gone away. You would have solved the problem, and yet Jesus had that larger uh, the larger purpose of God to show God's power in raising Lazarus from the dead, which wasn't what anyone had in mind. What they really wanted, they didn't even know the the ultimate horizon that their prayer could could reach. And so he came late. Um, it's interesting in both Mary and Martha, we know the story of Mary and Martha from, you know, the uh, Martha's always so busy and Martha's Mary's sitting at his feet. That those personality types come out here in John a little bit more, where when Martha um, runs out to meet Jesus and, you know, if you'd been here, my, my brother wouldn't have died. But even now, now I've got to figure it out for even now, you can do whatever you want to do and it'll work. And you can just see the sort of... Um, busyness in Martha <clears throat> that wants to figure it out and control it with some kind of activity. And then she, you know, Jesus tells her about the resurrection. She runs back to tell her sister she doesn't sit still. When Mary comes out, she just says, Lord, if you'd been here, you wouldn't have died. And uh, you can see she's just sad. She's just fully into the grief of it. She's not figuring it out. And then Mary, uh, Jesus, we're told, connects with that. He sees everyone grieving. And it's sort of a, an entry of our Lord in the human experience of grieving. We've all been there in our own lives. We lose people at a funeral. There it is. And what Jesus um, does here then is give us a picture of his ultimate answer, not to do away with death, but to raise the dead. <clears throat> in terms of an application of this to our life, I think that... Um, Often we experience the power of God in, in ways that contain elements of this story that we have an idea of what we want God to do. We're praying, praying, praying for it. And yet God seems to be waiting, taking a couple more days or a couple more years in a place while things just seem to get worse. And we never know what God is doing. We, we, we have trouble uh, in prayer because... Um, we have to remember that God's goal is not to make our lives easy and pain-free, not to solve any pro all the problems here, not even to keep us from dying because we're all going to die. And everybody he raised from dead, Lazarus died again. Today, the son of the, you know, the widow of Nain will die again. He came to give us life that does not end. And, the, and to really understand what he's doing in us, we have to have that horizon to know the real work is how he's changing us from 
um, mortal people captive to all of our desires which lead to death into eternal sons and daughters of God who are connected to him and 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 who who have are firmly rooted in a life that that will never end even with death and so in the words of the epistle God is able to exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think we just have to think of that long horizon when we're praying and yes we want things and it's not wrong to pray for relief for these things but we have to have our eyes on the larger picture. What's God doing? Sometimes in the pain of a, of a situation, he's reconfiguring relationships. He's making us aware of our dependency. He's doing something we're not even aware of. And sometimes it takes in life uh, uh, periods numbered in years for we understand what he's doing. And we have to wait in faith and, and understand the power of God as at work um, to raise us from the dead, not just to solve all the, all the presenting problems. So I think that's a, a lesson to meditate on today, just the way that God works in our lives, always to further his new creation. And and that we need to have the faith to look past the very things we see, the little prayers that don't seem to be answered to understand the larger things that God is doing. So a few thoughts on today's lessons and themes. I'm just going to conclude morning prayer, which on Sunday should be seen as prepar preparatory to the Eucharist rather than extended prayers in its own right with the prayer of St. Chrysostom on page 20. Let us pray. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and does promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, that will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all today. Have a blessed Sunday. Peace. Scarlett, have a wonderful day, everybody.